Welcome to another episode of On Alert with Amber with my two hosts, Simeon and Justin. We are the home of the Cowboys, Mavericks, Stars, Wings, and Texas Rangers. We want to hop right into it. The NBA Finals Game 5, uh, Bucks defeated the Suns 123-119 uh, uh, on, to take Amber, a three-series lead. Amber, wait. I don't mean to interrupt you. We got to start this show. We got to congratulate you. First. Thank you. And for I was going to oh say that God. for fan interaction. We're going to say that for fan good. interaction. We're going to say that so, for fan interaction. Well, so, let, <laughs> us get, let us get our our congratulations out the way first. Okay. First right, of all, congratulations on you, all your endeavors and everything you're going to school for and everything you've been fighting for and scratching the claw for. Your time is now. Thank you. Good job, Justin. I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, all that other stuff. Anyway, you can go. Yeah. Go. All right. So, uh, Bucks took a three-two series lead. They they started off zero and two. Same thing they did uh, with the with the Western Conference. I'm mean, sorry, with the Eastern Conference Finals. They came from behind. Now the question is, can the Suns extend the series the series to a Game Seven? Or will Middleton and Drew Holiday come through again and close this game out with uh, Giannis? Justin. Whew. You know what? Uh, I mean, actually, me and Simeon was talking about this a couple of days ago. Um, man, I, 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 I hope it goes to seven. I think it's over tonight, man. I mean, that that, yeah. that momentum that, that Milwaukee is bringing, man, is, is, is something different. It's something that I can't say I've never seen yeah. before because I've, I've seen it. I just can't really recall right now. But man, not to just... mention the Bucks are at home too. Throw that in there. Right, and, and, and they're at home, so it, it, it makes it that much harder. You know, this is like yeah. this is almost like um, this is almost like the uh, uh, what Cavs Warriors series. Um, mm-hmm. uh, when Cavs came out, yep, yep, right. Uh, it's, it's just momentum, man. You know, and, and the game is all about momentum. So I, I right. man. Simeon, I don't know. You mean you? I know you're more in debt, and you, you know have, you may have a better answer. But I, I'm I'm confused right now because I thought the Suns had it. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm confused. Man, they they could have had the last game, but Drew Holiday with that defense, he got that uh, turnover from with Chris Paul turned the ball over, and he got the alley oop to Giannis, and that's what that's what did it because they well, was down book, what book turned over. Oh, it was Booker that turned off. I thought it was Chris Paul. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was Booker. It was Booker. Yes. So. It, that's what it did it. They was some was only down what one point. You know they could have took the game over at, at that point. So I, I know you know it was a full game and there was a, plenty of mistakes uh, on on the Suns end. I know you were talking uh, trash about Chris Paul. I'm pretty sure he and your trash talk. So I'm not going to even get into that. But um, yeah, Simeon, what what take you have? It, it it started with Game Four. It started with Game Four. I thought Phoenix had an opportunity to take a stranglehold on the series and they didn't do it. And, you know, a lot of times in the NBA Finals, it's a play that that happens. It could be at the end of a game. It can be in the course of a game. Anywhere down the line and you're like, okay, I think this team got it. When Giannis blocked that alley-oop to end the game, I was like, okay, this this might be some trouble for Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Because for them to claw back and fight back in that game and to kind of dig out that basketball game to tie it up at two apiece was was 
uh, something that we've been looking for Milwaukee to be for the past two, three years. Um, since I guess since Giannis emerged to be a, a superstar in the league. Saturday night, Saturday night, um, Drew Holiday, that, that's why they paid Drew Holiday. Right. It's point blank and period. A lot heard a lot of people, well, I wouldn't have paid Drew Holiday and I wouldn't have paid it. It, Saturday night he showed why he get paid. He has been inconsistent offensively. Offensively, let me say that. Because he hasn't been inconsistent defensively. He's always been on mm-hmm. point defensively. Mm-hmm. He's always taken the load. You know, he's guarded previous series he ended up having to guard uh Trey Young and, and whatever guard was scoring the ball really well for Atlanta. And in the previous series he had to deal with sometimes Kevin Durant. James Harden at times and then in the first round he had to take the assignment he's always taking the assignment for them this year while Giannis was able to be the backside defender um but Drew Holiday showed me why he should have been getting why Milwaukee signed him and why he's getting paid he proved it tonight I it, I gotta I I'm don't it's again it's Chris Paul what who is Chris Paul gonna be tonight because Against the Clippers, he showed up game six and sent the Clippers home. He's going to have to have another performance like that because he's the one really can't offset his production because you don't have a point guard that's really doing, uh, you know, Drew Holiday, eh, kind of a wing. You know, Connaughton eh, is a guard as well, but Connaughton is the knockdown shooter. You could say Drew Holiday, but Chris Paul has been kind of the, the missing part for Phoenix. Devin Booker's played well. But when Chris Paul plays well, Aiden play well. And other guys play well. And he's going to have to get other guys involved. Bridges is going to have to play well tonight if they want to see a game seven in Phoenix. So, I just think Milwaukee, but Justin is right, Milwaukee is playing one of those brands of basketball that we've been waiting to see them play for about two, three years when they was going home in the second round and they couldn't get over the hump. They finally getting over the hump. And it, I have to give credit to Drew Holiday because he's been the missing piece. Last year they had Eric Bledsoe. Didn't work. Before that, it was Eric Bledsoe. That didn't work. So to, to fill that void is is why Milwaukee is really one game from winning, you know, their first NBA final. So just got to see what Chris Paul is going to show up today. You know, and I, I think it will go seven. My hope is that it goes seven. That we see a really good game tonight and it goes seven. But – if Chris Paul don't come to play, man, and, and and Chris Middle, I mean Chris Middleton been tearing it up as well. But I mean Giannis has been doing what he's supposed to do. He's been the leader. He's been the best player. Chris Middleton has been the best offensive shot maker for them. And then Drew Holiday is the guy that brings some stability on both ends of the floor for Milwaukee, and that's what you need to win an NBA championship. So we just got we got to see what Chris Paul show up though, because I don't think yeah. Milwaukee gonna play bad tonight. I don't. No, I really. Don't. I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. If if Chris Paul don't show up, it's if he don't over show up, boy. Yeah. Because yeah. and it was the thing about games. Is the thing about game six was Milwaukee was playing well, like they played well, and then Phoenix had opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to make a play and steal game five, and they just couldn't do it. It felt like Milwaukee was the home team. Mm-hmm. So we gonna see tonight. Chris Paul, you you can't can't do this. I think, and I and this is my hope. I want the Suns to win because this will be more of an indictment on Chris Paul's career than it will be on Giannis. 
for Giannis, for Giannis, and and I think they're not the best version that they can be actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Milwaukee have way more opportunities to make it back to a right. finals than the Phoenix Suns will. Right. How they are constructed right now. Right. So that's right. my yeah. I right, just go ahead and get us with some trash talk. Okay, well, uh, since we're going to get into trash talk, today's trash talk is uh, sponsored by... Um, we got we got today? I got some. Earl, sponsored by Earl's Tire Shop. There we go, Earl. Uh, hey, man, if, if, you, if you're riding around with, uh, you know, with no, doing no trade on the tire, women, um, you may have the... the you know the signal on your on your dashboard with what's the tire sign. It means your tire. They told me, hey, you they know. told me, hey, Justin. They told me that at Earl's Tire Shop, if you get the look, if you bring the lug nuts, they'll give you two tires for free. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You got to go find them. You got to go find the lug them, nuts, though. You got two tires. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, so. I'm gonna jump off with my trash list. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go a little. Well, honestly, I guess it's not like that. I guess I, I start off with CP3, and, and let me, let me disclaimer: CP3 is not trash to me, but somebody told me. Uh, shout out to Uno Loso. Oh uh, no, I said Uno Loso. Wow, I'm sorry. A one. Shout out to uh, Uno uh, Rising. Um, he told me. He said, "Hey, if you got that same energy about Russell Westbrook, James Harden." Kyrie Irving, got to do about CP3. And I had to agree. So, I'm looking at the stats. I'm looking at, all right, game one, they won. CP3, 32 points. Mm-hmm. Two, 23 points. I'm like, okay, this, this is a this is a thing. You know, he, he, you know, 23rd is okay, cool. That's what we need. Mm-hmm. Game three, 19 points, which is fair. It's fair. Mm-hmm. Then you go to game four and you score 10 points. I'm like, come on, fam. Like, this is supposed to be the Cinderella story for CP3. I'm so I'm so hyped for him, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. Well, anyway, uh, number two is the Olympics. Uh, they're thinking about canceling because of COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. You think? Like, it's already <laughs> bad enough that it. I don't want to. You know what? I'm not gonna say that. No. It's already bad enough that you know the coronavirus is something serious that it comes from a certain place. I won't name. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so I'm do it. Just cancel kind of the whole thing. And the, and the third and the best one. This this one. This is the most honorable trashness out of the rest of the year. This has to go to uh, a lady by the name of Cappy Pondexter. All right, we know who Cappy is. Yeah, she was a uh, second round pick in 2006 for the uh, Phoenix Mercury in the WNBA uh, draft. Trade Lightning, uh, brother. She's 38 years old. You know, former Rutgers player. Uh, and she's claiming that LeBron James not only stole money from her bank account, she's also <laughs> claiming that he's a sex trafficker and she's been missing <laughs> for two years. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, she says, she says, and I quote, I don't mess with LeBron, he's a trafficker. I finally came back, I've been gone for two years. And she says, Beyonce is a homorphodite and she's my she's been my wife in real life. Yeah. Oh, she's probably mental. She's probably mental. I don't know. She's definitely like not mental. She, yeah, she's on she's on powder. Wow. So yeah. And uh That's that yeah, that's gonna we gonna oh man. Yeah, wow. that's tough. So if you haven't seen it, I will post the article or uh, it I'm sure it'll be up somewhere. Uh and yeah, that's my trash talk. 
Oh, wow. Hey, touch his corner. Oh, man. <laughs> Listen, I am continuing to follow all of the possible uh, M's that are about to be passed around among these college athletes. Nick Saban came out and said Bryce Young is slated to make more than a million dollars before he even snaps a college football this year. Uh, mm-hmm. That's crazy. Was he the starting quarterback for Alabama last year? Uh, you know. Sure what? Wow. Sure what? That guy's annoying. Yeah, that's my thing. Yep. I mean, guys that's like red shirt quarterbacks are slated to make millions of dollars. We don't even know if he's going to be good. He's a quarterback for Alabama, right? Yes, yes. And hadn't played at all. At all. Slated to make a million dollars. It's crazy. It's, it's, again, every story that I hear is more and more interesting. I I have to report it. I have to speak on it because you're going to keep, I'm telling you, when the season starts and we see that first check come out or it's first time it's mentioned, Mm -hmm. it's going to be crazy. So that's all I got Mm -hmm. today. Bryce Young. Hey man, get your financial advisor, man. <laughs> yeah, keep keep us updated on that NCAA uh, new rule, man. I want to go back. To, I want to go back to college now. Right out. Hey, Thanks. I gotta, I gotta tell you, on he, you finna play some type of sport and get endorsed, okay? Man. But uh, all right, getting right in the fan interaction. I released the article today. Silverback, the Trent Williams story after interviewing him. That's why we didn't have a show last Thursday. I went to Houston uh, for Trent Williams um, release. What in the official release or official release will be September of 2020, September 2021. Um, this, is a this release was just, uh, yeah, it was more of a screening just for uh, close family and friends. I was the only uh, media there, uh, so I got the exclusive on the story. They didn't want uh, detailed information in the article, only uh, basically to get people, uh, you know, put 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 a bug in people's ear, basically, mm-hmm. uh, let them know that the uh, documentary is coming out. Um, but I did want to uh, read uh, the first uh, couple sentences from the documentary. So, uh, quote, my story is built around resilience, consistency, and determination. I want to give my fans that every time I step on the field, Trent Williams expressed in his soon-to-come documentary, Silverback, the Trent Williams story, a year removed from being diagnosed with sarcoma, a soft tissue, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this, (laughs) dermatome. Fibrosarcoma, a soft tissue sarcoma that develops in the deep layer of the skin wounds, decided to tell his story. I didn't want to be, I didn't want to do it at first, but my agent, Vincent Taylor, told me I should tell my story. Williams added, there are a lot of people who went through the same thing I did with sarcoma. Now, True Williams expressed in the interview that he didn't, like I said, he didn't want to do it. He's kind of a shy, he's a little teddy bear, even though he's one of the best offensive tackles in the league, probably the best um, uh, highest paid, you know, massively aggressive, the protector. Um, but he's he's a teddy bear, and um, he's very sweet. Um, he was like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to put myself out there. I didn't want to tell this story. I kind of just wanted to keep it under the rug. Um, but 
I realized because he has a foundation called uh, the Star Karma Foundation of America that I realized the kids that were going through what I going through, I had to tell the story. And uh, so the documentary is amazing. Um, as a 49er fan, I was watching it with tears in my eyes. Not only because, you know, I'm a 49er fan, but also because it was uh, very sad the, uh, the, the uh, Washington Redskins um, doctors didn't take the cyst that he had in his in his brain seriously so they uh kind of pushed it to the side and he kept going back to the doctor and they finally found out that it was cancerous so uh make sure you guys tune in to that documentary coming out in september to get more details on what happened uh with the redskins that know that you might not know about um and in the article I always I also discuss why he chose to stay with the 49ers and his feelings towards the 49ers and a comment from Shanahan as well, Coach Shanahan. So make sure you guys read the article. Um it's very enlightening and make sure you look out for the uh documentary coming in September. I'll have a, the exact date. I've spoken with the director and we'll have an exact date um by next week in September. Um the release will be in New York. So I will be in New York out there again, and I will write a more detailed article on the documentary. Um, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that as well. So we will be back this Thursday with a conclusion of what happened with game six. And hopefully we have a game seven to talk about on Thursday. But uh, if not, like I said, around for the finals, we're deep diving right into football, getting ready for football uh, season starting in September. I hope you guys enjoyed the show and we will talk to you on Thursday with another episode of On Alert with Amber. Good night.